You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, and welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast today. I am joined by Ben Field from the Uncivilized MMA Podcast. I have had his partner in crime, Nathan, on here before, but now I got the other half of the Fantastic Podcast. How you doing, man? going on, boss? How you been? Great, great. So I just want to tell you, we are on Periscope. We may or may not get some fan questions, so be prepared to have to answer those. But today we are going to pick the fights for UFC Boise. Now, as you can see on the screen, there is uh, his Twitter handle as well as a phone number. Man, this is his personal phone number. Why would someone Actually, contact you? Um, I want to make a correction real quick. Yeah. That phone number is 922-2384. 922. Oh my gosh. I, whoever this poor guy is getting texted right now, I'm going to fix that. 922. So, sorry about that. 315-922-2384. All right. We're taking a, he's taking a unscheduled commercial break here. Just a second here. But the video guys, uh, and anyone watching the video can, uh, there we go. Perfect. Perfect. 315-922-2384. Awesome. So tell me now, how did we hook up? How did you, how did we meet? How did you and I meet? How did you and I meet? Long fucked up story. That, that is. It starts in uh, another dimension and ends in about six inches deep and somewhere we don't want to go. Uh, <laughs> actually, I met a lot of great people through the opportunity I got to uh, go on to the Anakin podcast. It was a great time. Uh, huge honor at that. But it just, uh, you reached out to me and said, you know, hey man, good job. Congratulations. Kind of went from there. Yeah. So, like I tell everyone, every cool person I meet is from not my uh, awesome verified Twitter account with 13,000 followers. It is my goofball MMA parody accounts. That's where I get the most uh, interaction, but that's definitely where I had the most fun. I love MMA. I love meeting new people. And uh, super cool hearing someone that followed me on Twitter on Anik and Florian. And you killed it, by the way. But I got to ask you. So the, you, you were on there for the Thank picks you. for UFC 226, right? The event that just happened? Uh, no, I was on there for, for the uh, UFC Boise card. Okay, right? the one we're going to pick. All right, well, that's perfect. So I'm are more you, are, excited, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to throw shade at Anik and Florian. I'm a little bit more excited to be on your show today uh, due to the fact that we're going to have more time to actually get into detail about the fights. Uh, there was a lot of time constraints with the Anik Florian show, so I really didn't get, it, get to get into it too much. Uh, so... For those of you guys that were disappointed in that, here's your opportunity to go a little further with me today. Unfortunately, I will uh, not be able to answer back to the text line for the Uncivilized <laughs> LA fans. I'm using my phone for this right now. So go ahead and send some fucking tweets. I got that, man. We're ready to go here on Twitter. So let's All right. hear from you guys. You can send him some tweets at Uncivilized MMA. So uh, he's going to answer you. I may not be able to answer quite as well, but I think I believe I have my comments turned on. So, yes, I do. I hope. I'm going to double check, and you can ask us questions on here as well. Again, these are the fight picks for UFC Boise. So, uh, just real quick before we start picking fights, why don't you tell us just a little bit about your podcast, some of the guests you've had on. Well, we started in February uh, 
just kind of as like a bullshit idea. This is just a hobby for us. Um, right. We're not really looking to go where big as long as uh, we really get to connect with the fans. That's our main goal. Uh, what I noticed though, with a lot of podcasts is the fans don't get the opportunity to connect with the hosts or the fighters or the other guests that they're, they're on. So uh, Nathan and I cooked up the idea to figure out a way to make it so the guests and, and the fans can interact. You okay. listen to a podcast and they don't always get to the question that you want to hear. You know, you want to know certain things and they don't cover it. And then you kind of feel like you got blue balls after you listen to the podcast. That's not fair. <laughs> not cool. You know, we want everybody satisfied here. So we're, uh, I use my personal cell phone number right here on the screen, guys. At all times, you can get a hold of me. We can shoot the shit. You can ask questions for our guests that we have coming on in the future. Anything. I love talking to you guys. It's great. Seriously. Keep the text coming. Uh, international guys, you guys can follow us on kick. Uh, uncivilized MMA, all lowercase, all one word. And uh, we can go from there. I always live chat the fights, too. So. All right. I'm sharing this on the Iaquinta Realty account. We'll see what happens. I, a lot but, of people still don't. Just to... Uh, Go ahead. A lot of people still don't what? Oh, uh, people still are not making the connection here between uh, uh, the real Al Iaquinta and the real estate Al Iaquinta. So, it's a lot of fun. So, we'll see if we... Oh, gosh, I'm in double vision now. Something blew up on the Al account. I don't know what it is. I, all of a sudden, I have 41 Twitter notifications. So, uh, either something goofy happened or I may or may not have said something funny. Who knows? Who knows? But with that account, I never know. And uh, every once in a while, the real Al will show, throw a little, uh, throw a little light my way, and, and have some fun. So you gotta love a guy that uh, that can uh, has a good sense of humor, you know. All right. Let's like Yamasaki. Uh, yeah. A, a parody page out on him, and some he when we did our interview with him, he was our first guest for our first podcast. It was right after uh, UFC Bellum. Actually, to this day, still one of the best podcasts we've done. Okay. He, uh, we mentioned that to him, and he's since gone on and checked it out and uh, gotten a couple of laughs at some of the things that have been posted on there. If you guys haven't checked it out, the uh, Ref Yamasaki is the Twitter handle for that one. His real Twitter is Yamasaki MMA. So uh, <laughs> if you want to follow actually Yamasaki, Yamasaki MMA, if you want to read some hilarious tweets and get the parody account, that's Ref Yamasaki. Awesome. And it's a good account too. It's, it cracks me up. It's one of those ones where I wasn't sure what was going on at first, you know, so I, I had to do a double take and then he started making a few jokes and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I dig it. I dig it. But, uh, all right. I actually, uh, trying to get a hold of Mario Yamasaki. I contacted the parody account and was like, Oh, sorry, buddy. Like wrong guy. That's funny because I have a similar story. I told you that. And, uh, except for I wasn't nice enough to tell them I wasn't really. Ally Aquinta, so sorry Shaq, sorry, uh, sorry there, Kajon Johnson. He goes by Kajon now, but no, you're not. No, no I'm you're not. Fucking not. I'm not. He is. It's, it's that's Alice. his real name. Alice, sorry, yeah. No, no, not me. No, no, no. My no, I'm just going by old uh, Aaron. So, uh, all right, I'm trying to get into my Twitter. I forget. It's not going to happen just right now. Oh, there it goes. All right, we are making picks. Right now. So, anyone on Periscope, feel free to pick along. I am slugging my computer, slugging along right now. So, 
I'll try this one more time, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Oh, here we go. Alright, one more try. Boom. Try it again. This is real life technology here, man. So you never have any hiccups, do you? No? Oh, man. Hiccups are, are something you're going to encounter no matter what. For any of you fans that are uh, maybe trying to start your own podcast, I'm just going to give you a piece of advice. Yes. Nothing's fucking perfect. Never. Never. And, you know. I think I just packed all one on Twitter. Whoops. We, uh, here's the deal. You know, we don't have any fancy producers. This is a one man show, man. You know, we don't have any fancy producers. We are doing this. We don't have it. We don't have engineers. This is us. This is our equipment and a dream. Right? Sorry, I didn't mean to just blow it in everybody's face. That's my bad. Call <coughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby. Well, no. I apologize. Nobody press charges. Oh, man. All right. So we are picking the fights right now. I'm going to get her started. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have to bog off the Twitter. So sorry, kids. I won't be able to interact, but you can interact with us on the Periscope or at Uncivilized MMA. First up, we are going to go Darren Elkins versus, help me out here, Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky. Alexander Volkanovsky. I, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. And I said this on the Anakin Florian show. I wanted to get into it more. Darren Elkins is a fucking phenomenal fighter. Yeah. And you can't take away from that. Who did you just, uh, he just got somebody with a rear naked choke. Um, give me a second. The uh, MMA encyclopedia here. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, who was it? He had just got somebody by, uh, rear naked choke not that long ago. Uh, Twitter helped me out. I'm pulling it up. It. Come on, what up? Um, he just no, it, oh Michael Johnson that, that, that was a yeah, big deal that's who it was a beautiful rear naked choke set up uh, perfectly yeah. it couldn't have been better I think he's uh, only a brown belt memory serves me he okay only a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu right um, spiked out a team alpha male and he, if I'm not mistaken he's on a six fight win streak you can't count him out guys you just fucking can't he has not lost let me, I have this right here. He has not lost a fight since 2014. And that was against Hakran Diaz. There's six fights, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Diaz was no joke at that time. He was on the top of the world. No, he, he was on the top. Mursad Bak, uh, yeah, Mursad Bakhtik, no joke, obviously. Chas Skelly, no joke. He has some big, big wins, and for some reason, everyone always counts this guy out. Always. But, I love that fucking chest tattoo. I love the chest tattoo. Better than Brock's? The, <laughs> better than that giant dick Brock has on his <laughs> fucking chest. He is such a pussy. I'm sorry. He's a pussy. I shouldn't get started. We don't have that. Uh-oh. <coughs> I don't have time for that today, ladies and gentlemen. I would get started on the whole Brock Lesnar thing, but <laughs> I, I can't wait. I'm going to say, I'll talk shit all day about that fight, but I'm going to be the first one watching it. I oh, I'll be watching it. I can't wait to watch DC fucking crumple that little bitch. Oh, he will. He will. Got the big dick right from the stomach up to his chest, right to the chin. 
Oh, thanks. We're getting some love on here. The reason behind that tattoo is because you had to have something right in his throat, made him feel most comfortable. Let's talk about. All right, before well, let's pick this fight first. I, I want. I do want to talk about this, but uh, we got Volkov, no jo- or Volkanovski. Sorry, no joke either. Hasn't lost in forever. Hasn't lost since 2013. But he's fought a bunch of people I haven't really heard of. <laughs> He fought, uh, his only loss was to, uh, Alexander Volkov, I want to say, right? Uh, his loss was, uh, uh, Corey Nelson. Or no, I'm thinking of the guy in the main event, Blagov Ivanov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting all fucking mixed up. What are we doing? No, yeah, so, no, (laughs) Alexander Volkanovsky. So, I, yeah, he hasn't fought a lot of people I heard of. I'm lost. Did we make a pick yet? Did you make a pick yet? I'm calling Dar- uh, Darren Elkins, yeah. and if you want me to throw this uh, Jewish light at you guys again, I'm going to call it another second round submission for the damage, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, that's that's a that is that is a very very broad statement right there. That is bold statement rather. So you got Jewish magic, Jewish lightning? Is that what you call it? So yeah, okay, all right. So when when I work my Jewish magic, the uh, story behind that is go ahead. I predicted multiple split decisions. Okay. Right down to the scores. Um, I, I predicted uh, John Volante's last two fights right down to the scores of split decisions. If you guys go back to February on our Facebook, you guys can see uh, John Volante's, not his fight against Sam Elby, the one before that. I want to say that was in Brooklyn. I predicted that being a split decision was that, right down to the scores. Was that uh, Pat Cummings, maybe? I just, I'm good at predicting, man. I, I should bet. I don't know. We'll you, see. You're calling second round submission. Damn, that's pr- that's pretty good. That's bold. So, okay, you got the Jewish lightning. I have what my wife calls voodoo. That is my Jewish magic. So, when I whenever I do something like that, Jewish and yes, lightning. folks, I'm actually Jewish, huh? I said Jewish lightning strikes again. That's right, baby. So, yeah, we are actually Jewish, so we're allowed to make the jokes, kids. All right, so nobody get sensitive, please. Don't send us your hate. Don't send us your hate. Oh, next up. Now this is this this match would uh excuse me for saying this, but this match would also be hot in like a jello type situation. But we have Kat Zingano and Marion Ronau. So Woo It's a tough one, man. But Kat I'm, go ahead. Yeah. You go I'm calling Alpha Cat, man. Yeah. Her her I last just, go ahead. Nothing against Marion Ray. She's She's a good fighter, mm-hmm. great fighter. Uh, she does have one more fight than uh, Katz and Gano, uh, but they're both sitting at nine wins, three losses. So they, you know, they're kind of in the same spot. But I believe that Katz and Gano has just been fighting higher level competition for longer uh, than than Marion Renault, and and I see that posing a big problem for Marion. I mean, considering that the takedown average on Katz and Gano is somewhere around uh, two minutes. Something like that, and, yeah. and Marion Reynolds is around point three. I All mean, right. she's never been taken down, I believe, in the UFC. Uh, Somebody's gonna have to check those stats for me. But I believe her takedown accuracy is a hundred percent on point. Wow. Uh, so I think that's gonna uh, be a huge thing in this fight. But I think Cat's gonna get her to the ground and just piss powder, man. Uh, or no, her, her uh, she's but she has been taken down. I'm sorry, I'm a liar. Uh, don't burn me. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll repent for my sins. She has been <laughs> taken down in the UFC, uh, going back through my 
I fight encyclopedia here. Well, she took herself down. I'll, I'll talk to you about all the fights. She took herself down with Ronda, yeah, so. Uh, no, but she, yeah, um, but no, Katzengato, I'm thinking, I was saying Marion Renault has never, I don't think she's been taken out in the UFC. Oh, gotcha. Um, I don't know. And, and that's pretty impressive since she just fought, uh, if that's true, that's really impressive because she just fought Sarah no, McMahon. Every opponent down in the UFC is what it is. Excuse me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just a fucking mess. She's taken every opponent down in the UFC. All right. Um, to my knowledge. All right. Here's my pick. And here's why. You know that Kat Zingano has not fought in the same calendar year since 2010. Tons of injuries, tons of layoffs. Her last three losses, though, three very talented girls, you know, Caitlin, Juliana Pena, Ronda Rousey. But she does only win over Amanda Nunez and Misha Tate and Raquel Pennington. All three, you know, either title holders or title contenders. And Marion or Marion Renault has beaten some tough people. Sarah McMahon is tough. Uh, she had that weird draw of Betch Korea. Uh, but she's had some tough losses herself. I'm just going to have to pick her. She's the more active fighter. Um, and I, I think it's her time. I think she's coming into her own. So it's it's marrying for me. So our first disagreement, man. We'll see. We'll see whose Jewish magic is better. Man, we're gonna have to fucking get going on this and start placing some bets here, uh, um, uh, uh, and and figure out, do like some uh, by the end of the year if you have kind of like uh, Anik does on his. We'll do something more fucked up than some shitty sandwich. The Vegemite sandwich. I don't know if you can get more fucked up than a Vegemite yeah. sandwich, dude. All right, let me tell you a story. All right. Uh, I'll save this for another time. I'm not going to gross everybody out on Twitter. All right. Um, let's just say it involves $20 in roadkill. No! Um, so, yeah, worst thing I've ever eaten. Uh, yeah, but no, Kat is on a three-fight losing streak, but I think she's going to come back and get it, man. All right. Now, this one is very intriguing to me. You got Miles Jury and the returning... Chad Mendez, because I guess he had some skin cream. I'm guessing it was like Oxy-10 or something for a pimple, and he tested positive for yeah, steroids. What was it? It was... Um, it was foot cream. I don't remember what it was, it was exactly. It was HRP-6. It was a growth hormone release that's, stimulator. That's pretty fucking and, uh, impressive. His story was that he didn't know he was taking it. Right. Uh, it was a mistake. He said... Oh, I didn't do my research. My bad. Uh, but I'm going to own it and I'm going to fucking do my time. Chad right. Mendez fighting on the top of his division before he went out. Yeah. You know, uh, unfortunately, now in his last four fights, he's uh, one and three. But those losses come to Frankie Edgar, Conor McGregor, and Jose Aldo. That's right. So, you know, he's coming back against Miles Jury, and I think he's going to come back with vengeance. Um, and I think we're going to see him take his spot back at the top of the division and hopefully maybe get a title shot eventually. All right. Now see, you know, Miles used to fight at, no, he's, he's been, has he always been a 145 pounder? No, featherweight no, debut. He fought at lightweight. Yeah. So he, he fought at lightweight. Yeah. 2015 was his featherweight debut. Guys. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Cause he lost to, he had a couple of losses on his way out. Don Cerrone and, uh, Donald Cerrone beat his fucking ass. He did. And that was for, for his three rounds. He was getting revenge for something. I don't remember quite what it was. He was. I think he was just talking shit all fight week, and Donald Cerrone was just like, dude, fuck you. Like, that's how you want to be. I'm just going to kick up and change the shit out of you. And yep. that he did. Yeah. The end of, I think it was the end of the second or third round. Uh, Miles Jury's on his back, and Donald Cerrone's just fucking blasting him with light kicks. Yeah. His, yeah, you got to go with, uh, 
uh, you know, look at the strength of schedule here. I know Mendez has been off for a couple of years, but no way he wasn't training in his off time. And he's with Team Alpha Male, who's going to absolutely make sure he's prepared. The only guys he's ever lost to are, you know, Frank Yeager, former lightweight champion, moved down to 145. You could say he took that fight too soon after getting licked by Connor, who he took that fight on short notice and was kind of handling Connor until he got caught. And then, you know, before that, Josie Aldo in, in a decision. What's that? But he did look impressive. He, I mean, he looked impressive in the first round against Connor. Yeah. And let's talk about his first round knockout, his last win against fucking Ricardo Lamas. Man. That was his sweet. Performance of the night. That was, uh, and he took three fights in 2015, actually. I think it was right. the Lamas fight, the McGregor fight, and then the, the Edgar fight. Yeah. So it was April, July, and we and haven't seen a fight since. What's that? So. Yeah, he hasn't I fought since. We haven't since... seen a fight since 2015. Like, we're almost three years, uh, three year break. Yeah. I, I'm hoping he comes back and wins. I think Money Mendez all the way on this. Oh, here's your favorite. Sage. Here's my pick. Sage <laughs> on that one. You're picking uh, I'm Sage. Going against him. No, I'm not. But what? No, my pick real quick for jury. That's, uh, for the jury Mendez fight. We're looking at a, a Unanimous decision. I'm going to call it 29-28 for uh, Chad Mendes. Oh, you're picking the magic. Okay, the magic. So the magic is 29-28. Unanimous? Unanimous. Okay. Forgot to ask your magic pick. Sorry. Super Sage North Cut. Super Sage North Cut. See, that's what that piece of paper says behind you. It says Sage North Cut, and it's got all his information behind you. See, you had to look because you weren't sure what was up there. Yeah. <laughs> if I had my marker, I, I would write it up there. We'd put his Twitter handle up there at Sage Northcutt. Say, at mommy, let me have my Twitter.com. Oh Lord, say what you want about Sage. Now, like he's coming. Now this is again. He's gonna make another run at welterweight. He is. I don't think he's won a fight at welterweight yet. Uh, so this will be his third attempt. Uh, Mickey, let's see, Mickey Gall, remember. <laughs> 14 and then he's, he's a fighter, you know, like, yeah, let's see. But like that Mickey golf fight, that was at welterweight. He, he did a little trash talk and I think he had Mickey on the ground. He's standing over him and he's like, have you found, is, have you accepted Christ as your savior? And you know, all yelling all kinds of stuff to him. And, uh, Mickey came and finished the fight. <laughs> yeah. He made him find fucking Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. So fucking quick. he's really fought. Nobody I've heard of. He, he fought, uh, you know, Barbarina, who was pretty good. Mickey Gall, who's pretty good. Cody Fister. I mean, I think that was. You the... haven't heard of Cody Fister? Oh, Cody Fister was on, uh, Making a Murder, I think. Oh, wait, no, that's some other kid. Sorry. But he looks like that Brendan Dossie kid or whatever. But no, I'd never heard of yeah. Cody Fister. Have you heard of Cody Fister? I think they found him at the mall. Yes. Mr. Sister? <laughs> so, uh, facing Zach Otto. My name is Otto. Uh, who? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, he beat the brakes off of Mike Pyle. That was really sad. Uh, lost. Yeah, and that's why I picked this fight, man. Yeah. I've pronounced his name like four different ways in every podcast that I've done. <laughs> Somebody called me on that, and I wanted to say thank you. <laughs> They're like, dude, you said it. Otto on Florian, and then you said a towel on your podcast. What the fuck are you doing, bro? So, I fixed it. So, what is the How's proper that? pronunciation? All right. Otto. Otto. All right. 
Who you got in this magic? Yeah, no, dude. He's got this fight, man. Zach? Yeah. Yep, yep. And, like, if you look at this record, um, I want to say he's only got three or four knockouts out of his, like, 15 or 16 wins. And then, like, two or three decisions, and the rest of them are all fucking submissions. Yep. Yep. Sage has thrown some holes. I'm thinking, uh... And I think a lot of them are like fucking chokes and shit, if I'm not mistaken, if my research has served me. I think we're actually going to see a fucking uh, a joint lock this time, like a, like an arm bar or a knee bar or some shit. What round? When he, when he takes them down. Um, see, this is hard to pick. I think Sage gasses himself out by the end of the second, and uh, Zach just overtakes him in the third. Oh, wow. That is a very bold prediction. So, so you think in a heavier weight, his cardio is going to be worse? I think he's trained to, to be able to go the these 15 minutes with the extra weight. I think what he's going to make the mistake in doing is he's going to go after it. He's going to get hurt in the first or second round, and Sage is going to unload. Okay. And, he's going to, and Zach will survive it. And Sage is just going to tire himself out going for all these, this flashy shit. He's going to, I mean, he'll catch him and hurt him a couple of times. But yeah. He's not going to be able to finish him, I don't think. You know, right. Don't take that to the bank by any means, but... I, I'm thinking Sage will tire himself out by just going for the finish and not being patient, and uh, Zach will be able to finish in the third. Uh, I don't so care. Should, I don't care how ballooned up Sage gets. I think he has trouble with these big guys, so uh, I got to go with Zach as well. But but for the ultimate magic, pick a joint. What joint is he? What, what joint lock? <laughs> oh boy! Um, not that. Not that joint. I'm going to say it's going to be an arm lock of some sort, Ooh. whether it's a Kimura or arm lock, I want to choose, but we're going to say it's going to be an arm lock. All right. Awesome. We're going to be that bold. Uh, I'm just complete bullshitting here. We'll see how correct we go at these, but who fucking knows? Somebody, somebody ho- I hope is writing these, these magic project- predictions down. So, uh, th- this is another. Nobody gives a shit. Th- th- listen, this. This is funny because you got two guys returning, uh, you know, big names. You got Chad and JDS returning from, uh, suspensions. JDS's was overturned. So the main event of the evening, Junior Dos Santos versus Blagoy Ivanov. Did I say that right? Blagoy? No. Blagoy? This is the thing with that fight that really has me excited. Okay. A lot of people don't. No, and I said this on my show, I said this on Anakin Florian, and I'm going to say it here. I am not betting against Blagoy Ivanov for the simple fact that the motherfucker has been stabbed in the heart and survived it. Like, Which, through the I armpit, right? Through the armpit, penetrates the heart. Fuck. Um, not just that, but he's, uh, he's a, a sambo. Sambo specialist, I want to say. I know he fought uh, uh, Milianenko, yeah, 2008 in Russia, and he, but he lost. But he's still, uh, you know, he's a sambo background. He's uh, trying to think what else. Yeah, combat sambo, judo, and uh, kickboxing. I think are his three specialties. Um, I think we're going to see this Bulgarian beast go out there and just fucking pound Junior Dos Santos. His only loss is to Alexander Volkov. Uh, correction from earlier. Uh, yeah. Other than that, 
he has a no contest. That was against Alir Latifi. Yeah. The ring actually broke. That was in Bulgaria. Um, nice. I believe it was against Alir Latifi. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. Your, uh, Latifi yeah. in uh, 2008. This guy's been fighting forever. So he's been fighting since 2007. Yeah, dude, he's been in the World Series of Fighting. Which yeah. Is, uh, now PFL. He's been in uh, Bellator. Like I said, he's done combat sambo and shit. Um, so he definitely knows his shit. Yeah, so... Dude, he's definitely no slouch stand up or on the ground. Um, he's he, a black belt, I want to say, in judo. He beat or, Sean uh, Jordan's no joke. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's, uh... One of my favorite fights of his was, uh, actually his, uh, his fight right before the, uh, the Volkov fight. It was a Bellator, I think it was, uh, 2000... 14, LeVar Johnson. Yep. It was uh, first round fucking uh, Kamara or something like that. It was a fucking nasty submission. Uh, I'm pretty sure he broke his arm. I'm not not wrong, but there's no lot of weed. That's what happened. So you never know. I got it up here. here. Junior Santos. You were saying um, somebody hasn't fought in the promotion on a yearly basis and however long. That's Junior. He hasn't fought more than once a year since 2013. You are correct. Very yeah, good. And that was, was twice a year until 2009 or 10. He was only fighting twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. And that was but the last I time think, uh, Kane beat him from pillar to post in that weird little like uh, DDT. When, yeah, when, when Kane slammed him and knocked him out in their, in their last fight, he fucking broke it. Yeah. He broke Junior Dos Anjos. I mean, he went on to get a decision over Stipe and Ben Rothwell. Yeah. But he fucking broke him. He hasn't finished anybody since. He hasn't, he hasn't looked the same. Mm. And it's sad. I mean, I hate Junior Dos Santos. He's a fucking douchebag. Really? Um, and you know what? Let me just say this, this real quick. Sure. Fuck you for throwing shade at me. I want to make picks based on people I think are fucking tools. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Good. You're but awfully specific, though. You think he's going to get arm locked? So. Uh, oh no, with the junior, I don't know what's going to happen in the junior fight. I'm hoping for a second round knockout in favor of Ivanov, but yeah, we'll see. Ooh. Junior still has a lot of dangerous tools, man, and that's the thing. I I will give him credit where it's due. He's what? a fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist, uh, black belt there. Uh, I think he trains with American Top Team, and that's a good fucking gym. Um, pretty sure it's ATT's auto. But, you know, he's, he's still a fucking deadly fighter. He still could be. Yeah. Um, so you never know. We'll see what happens. So um, I, I'm hoping Ivanov comes in the second round. Here's the thing. He's experienced, but I don't know that he'll have so much ring jitters as that he may not be used to all the media He's had to do leading up to this fight. First main, first, I'm sorry, first time in the UFC and he's in the main event. I don't know if he's ever done this much media in his life for one fight and may tax on a guy, you know, and Junior's been there, done that before. I think Junior wins, but I think I mean, the shot fight was hyped. What's that? You gotta remember, he, Bellator, I mean, it was 2014 and Bellator was starting to kind of pick up steam to get to where they are now. The, the Bellator fight, he was in the fucking tournament final against Alexander Volkov, man. Like, the season 
10 heavyweight yep. tournament. He was the finals for that. Like, there was a lot of fucking media around that. And then he was the World Series of Fighting Heavyweight Champion. Like, uh, and then when they switched over to PFL, he was their heavyweight champion. He defended that belt before coming over to the UFC. I don't think the media will necessarily bug him. It'll be, it'll, it'll be if he can handle Junior's tools when it comes to his Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Uh, but we'll see. I think he's gonna knock him the fuck out. Knock him the fuck out. I am picking Junior. I'm gonna stick to my guns here. I, I still think he's not used to all the media. I think he's just gonna outpoint him. I don't think he's gonna finish him. I don't know if he'll finish another heavyweight again unless he gets a lucky punch. So, you know, you had Dana trying to hype him up to his last win. Uh, who was that over? I can't remember. Oh, it was Ben Rothwell. The old, the old junior's back. Uh, you know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, and, and like, I love the new breed of MMA. And like, I am picking Ivanov for this fight. And I do think Junior Dos Santos is a douchebag. <laughs> um, and it all stems back to the Kane Velasquez thing. I just, I'm a, I'm a cunt. I'm going to hold a grudge. Okay. And it wasn't, yeah, I got offended personally, so I just, I don't like him. But I kind of want to see Junior Dos Santos, like a small, itty-bitty, like, tiny part of me wants to see him win just because that the uh, he's not that new breed of MMA. I no. Mean, he's not an old guy, he's, or, you know, he's not an old man, but just, you know, he represents an era of MMA that's kind of going away at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I promised I'd you. I'd like to see him. I, I, I promise you we would talk about this. Small part. But we, uh, we briefly mentioned Brock Cormier. I don't feel you're in favor of this. Just briefly. We'll, we'll just cover briefly. I can see you, I can see you getting riled up. Yeah, I was gonna say, how long do we got? <laughs> no, right, man. Here's the thing with that. There's two problems. What's that? And I want to know when it stopped being about who was the better fighter mm-hmm. and when it became more about the money. That would be when because uh, if it was still about the better fighter, we'd either be seeing a rematch against Stipe or we'd be seeing Curtis Blades get a fucking title shot. And that's that. It's fucking bullshit that Brock Lesnar gets to be on a fucking. When was Brock's last win? Can you pull that up? I can pull that up. Hang on, just a second what here. Was last win. All right, let me. He's on three fights, no contest, and two losses. Shane Carwin. It was Shane Carwin. It yeah, had to one, have been. one of his losses is. Alistair and then the fucking, uh, Kane. Yeah, I'm looking Kane here. Oh, I'm sorry. His last one was Mark Hunt, technically, but I think that was ruled a no contest. No. No. Fuck that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You could have drank his piss and then went out and lifted an SMP. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he, he lost to Kane and then Alistair. I had, I had him out of, out of order and then overturned to Mark Hunt. All right. So. Alistair's first fight in you. All right. Let's, let's talk about a little WWE fork, fork, Folklore is that how as folklore? How about that? Back in the day, there was a wrestling match between him and Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle in the back. Yeah, Angle had some time to get prepared for this. Brock, uh, NCAA division, NCAA. Yeah, I can't talk either. Your smoke must be blown into me here. NCAA division one champion. Apparently, as the story goes, Kurt Angle pinned him pretty easily. So don't tell me that Brock's wrestling is going to match up with an Olympian like Daniel Cormier. 
this is what I'm hoping happens in that fight. Yeah. If you know the slam that I'm talking about, you're going to picture Dan Hendo's legs going up like 10 feet in the air and then him coming back down. The body slam? Hell yes. Yeah. I'm hoping that he gets Brock up in that slam and pulls him down to the ground and fucking slams him so hard that it shuts down his organs again. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh! That's some real shade. That's not cool. Man. What did Brock ever do to you? I want, I want you guys to do me a favor. Anybody that's, uh, watching us now or will, uh, be watching this in the future. <laughs> Watch some of the Brock Lesnar, like, highlights in WWE. Specifically the one where he throws the fucking car door at the kid. That's funny for other reasons. <laughs> but the one where, like, he, like, fucks some, fuck somebody up or breaks their arm with a Kimura and then he like stands up and he screams and it's supposed to be like this big manly battle cry where like he's supposed to have these big fucking bowling ball testicles but they must have got sucked up inside because he sounds like a 12 year old schoolgirl. ouch you gotta watch it it's fucking hilarious he's just such a bitch he's and a bitch watch Cain Velasquez make him cry that happened in the Oxyon with Cain Velasquez fucking he ran away from him Backwards, running away from his cane swing, and he trips over his own feet, falls onto his ass, and is crying as Cain Velasquez just powered into the fucking face. Oh, wow. This broadcast is brought to you by WME and WWE. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, listen, uh, on the way out, anything else you want to add? Just, uh, you know, I really, uh, really enjoy chatting with the fans, guys. So, yeah. Uh, that text line is always a um, Three one five nine two 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 three eight four. Get at us on Twitter, Facebook, or uh, Kick. Uncivilized MMA, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, it really, it's an honor to talk to you guys. Seriously, it's a lot of fun. So uh, get at me. All right, man, and it was a pleasure talking but, to you. Uh, thank you. What's that? I said, other than that, man, thank you for having me on, and uh, I'd like to ex- uh, extend an invitation to you come on over and tear it up with us anytime. Fucking love to, man. Love to have you. I like you guys, uh, you, you and Nathan, so we'll tear it up. We'll, uh, whatever you guys will talk about. And, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say goodbye now. We will, we will do a more of a long form interview on my other podcast. Aaron says what? But you don't care about that on this podcast. You only care about MMA. So remember to visit the website, Aaron says what.com. And, uh, until next time, everyone. And thank you again for coming on. Shalom. Remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Well, Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app will let you record from your smartphone, or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple shows at no extra charge. Got a YouTube channel? Spreaker's got you covered. You can effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcast to Spreaker without losing any of your iTunes subscribers. Try any plan 30 days for free using promo code ASW.